Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Okay. Let me get the microphone fixed here. How are you doing, Reg? Okay? Good, good, good. All right, let's do this thing. <clears throat> Instruments ready. I'll give you the three S's. I'll give you the countdown. You give me the music. And I'll give you a podcast. Simple as that. Put it down in the book there. 368 number. Number 368. Wow. You know, somebody just sent me the uh, the official date when this podcast uh, first posted. It was May 24th, 2016. So that's the official day now. I always knew it was around then. I knew when I recorded it, but I wasn't sure when it was posted. Because I remember there was some problem when it should I, I, when it, there, was a, there was a little lag time. But good old listener Craig had the official, uh, <laughs> more than I did, <laughs> had the official opening of it. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So, anyway, we know that date now for sure. But, uh, yeah, so we're past seven years going strong. Okay, here we go. Ready? Star smile strong. Three, two, one. Hey, it's Elton Jim Toronto, and this is Captain Podtastic. And welcome to another episode of Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic. Every Monday, a new episode is posted at WGNRadio.com or wherever you go to find your favorite podcast. There we are. Just sitting there waiting for you. But don't take that sitting so literally because you can't be sitting around just listening you need to get out there tell your friends tell your family tell anybody who listens to any kind of podcast that they should be listening to your favorite podcast which is of course elton jim's captain podcasting it's your favorite and it should be theirs too your loyalty and devotion for getting out there is much appreciated if you like what you hear, of course, you and all the recruits that you find out there can always, in your leisure time, if you will, go to WGNRadio.com, go to the podcast section, and there you will find a list of podcasts, hit the prompt for this one, and woohoo! Just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Podcast galore, just waiting to listen to. So many that this is episode number 368. 368. I want to thank Craig. Longtime listener Craig. Stalwart listener Craig. Super listener Craig. Has more information and more uh, little tidbits about this podcast than maybe even I do. 
<laughs> I was always, I've always been wondering when the official date of when the first podcast was posted was. It's, I, I, I always knew it was mid to late May. And I knew the date that I recorded it on, but I, I always was not sure as to what day it was posted, what date, because I do remember that it was supposed to be posted on a certain date initially afterwards, and then it wasn't, and then it was delayed for some reason, technically, blah, 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 and then we finally posted it on a day, and then we decided that would be the day that would always be posted. So I was always a little fuzzy about the math as to what the official date of the posting was. And uh, I was talking about that last month, and Craig somehow dug up somewhere, I don't even know where he found it, but he sent it to me via email, uh, the announcement about the posting, of the day of the posting. So now here it is, the, this is the date. I've written and I've written it down. Thank you so much, Craig. Because now this now it'll be official. I have written it down in my official daily planner book, so I will always know when that date is. It is written down now. When it gets written in the daily planner, that's when it's official. That's when you know it will continue to be remembered now uh, throughout the years as I continue to buy my daily planners for the next year and always copy. Uh, the important dates there that uh, I know about, birthdays, anniversaries, things like that, in advance that are there just annually. And now that one will be added. So May 24th, 2016 was the first day or the first episode posted of Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic, which means then, as I said, we are now past the seven-year mark. Woo, doggy. Wow. 368 podcasts in seven years. Now, I'm just going to, let's see, 368. All right. I, I just, I'm, I'm doing the long division. I always loved long division. Um, I was very good in math through algebra. Still good in algebra, too. All A's in algebra in high school, freshman year. And then I got then math just became too much for my my brain to get around. I did horribly, horribly in geometry. Could not figure that out. I don't know if it was the way I was taught. I don't know. I was just not thinking the right. I don't know. But it was a a day. It was a it was a it was a brutal struggle, and that was strange for me because I always did very well in math, and then um, and then algebra two trig was the end it got way too esoteric for me <laughs> I, uh, I i i'm a concrete guy and uh that was getting too theoretical so but i do i always i think one reason why i loved um math is in grammar school you know with with addition and subtraction and multiplication and long division multiplication especially because i do have a very good memory always have and so that was really easy for me i didn't understand 
what I was, you know, or you know, when you're a second or third grade, and it's it's you have to multiply your you know your multiplication tables. You have a test or a pop quiz the next day. You know, we're doing fours tomorrow. <gasps> you know, four times four, four times one is four. Four times two is eight. Four times three is twelve. Four times four is sixteen. Uh, I was good at memorizing. It wasn't really. I don't think I was comprehending fully though what that meant to multiply it that many times. I think that came later. I began to to get an understanding of it. But at first it was, you just have to know these. That's how you were graded. That's how you were evaluated. If you knew your timetables, you didn't necessarily have to know what they meant or what you were really doing, but you just had to know your times tables, your multiplication tables. I don't even know if kids have to do that anymore. I have no idea, but we sure did. So I enjoyed that, and and then the 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 flip side of the multiplication, of course, was the division, and that was always fun because you got to to uh, you know this is before calculators and everything. Calculators were around, but uh, they were relatively new, and we didn't use them. We were still doing stuff the old fashioned way, and so especially in, in you know second, third, fourth grade. So you know I loved. The uh, the long division because you got to make that little house thing, you know. You put the number on the left and you built that little house. That little it was actually not a house. It was more of a it was more of a of like a a, a carport, you know. It's like a it wasn't a garage because it was open. It was like a carport, really. Right. I'm looking at it right now. Now the original way. I mean, I always did it straight. You know, just. You know, line, a short line and then one the long line across. But when it was always printed out, if you remember, that little short line on the left was always kind of curved. And then you had the long horizontal line. the The vertical line uh, was a little was supposed to be curved. I didn't really curve mine. No, I always made it. I made a carport. <laughs> So let me just do that. Seven years into 368 uh, podcasts, right? So uh, let's just uh, and show your work, Jim. Okay. I'll show my work audio-wise. Audio I won't show my work written because, of course, you wouldn't be able to see it. Uh, so let's see. Let's, let's just take it off the top of the head. Uh, seven times six is 42. Too much. Seven times five... Ah, 35. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. So now we take we put the five at the top. Remember that? You put the five at the top over the second number that you were going into, 360, three, 368. You were, you were going into the 36 with the seven, the beginning. So then, then you put that at the top of the six, if you recall. So now five times seven. Now you, now, you, now you multiply that top number by that one that's on the outside of the carport. So that's five times seven, that's 35. And then suddenly addition comes. Don't you love this? Think about how many things were going on in the middle of a long division problem. You had multiplication, division, and subtraction all happening in this one math problem. Wow, I wonder if they... I wonder if they did that on purpose. You had to you had to bring in all that previous knowledge, right? Okay, so seven goes into thirty six. You got to know your multiplication tables. Know your sevens. 
Seven times four is 28. Not enough. Keep going. Seven times five, 35. Yes, it's got because remember, it's got to be below that that those first two numbers you're going into with that that number outside the carport there. So seven, I don't know if this is the way it was taught to me. <laughs> I don't remember I don't remember uh let's see, Mrs. Wolf, Miss Wolf or Sister Cadgeton telling me about the carport. <laughs> seven goes into thirty six five times. Five times seven is thirty five. So now you put 35 down underneath that 36, and now the subtraction the mo- that comes in. You, su- you subtract the 35 from the 36, you get 1, you bring down that 8. That's almost like addition, but still doing a subtraction thing. Bring down that 8, and now 7 has to go into 18. Well, 7 times 3 is 21. Uh-uh, too much. So it's got to be 7 times 2 which is 14, once again, now 2 times 7, 14, 4. And remember, this was why I loved long division. I loved long division in about fourth, third or fourth grade. I'm not sure what year it was. But I love this. Sometimes the long division problems worked out perfect. And you wound up with a zero, and whenever a number was sitting on top of the cor- the carport, up on that ver- on that uh, horizontal line, that was the answer. But many times, you came close, but you weren't quite there. It didn't go in exactly, and you had remember this, the remainder. Oh, that was before then when you got a little more advanced in math. And then you went and you continued to divide that number and you would put the, the point and then a zero. And then you'd put the point at, on, the, on the vertical line too. And now you went into that number again and you kept dividing that number and now it was 52 point. But when you first were learning, and you can go on forever, but at the first time to just get that that sequence down of how to do the long division, you stopped at that, wherever the numbers were, how big the number was when you went down to that last number. You didn't put the the decimal point and then add a zero. You just stopped and you had a remainder. And at least at my school, we had, we used to write the R on top of the, carport on that horizontal line and then you'd put what the remainder was so in this case seven podcasts into 300 seven years worth of podcasts into 368 podcasts is 52.4 and think about it there's point four now, why is there point four? I would have thought it'd be point one because May. This is June. Well, no, no, wait, no, 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 no. Jim, shut up. Stop talking. I'm thinking about months. No podcasts. Wait. All right. So let's see. Twenty fourth. No, that works out exactly correct, doesn't it? 
Um, if it was May 24th, I'm showing my work. This is the way I would do this. <laughs> May 24th, May 31st, June 7th, June 14th. I mean, if, when you go by that, well, this is going to, you know, you've got leap years and all that stuff in there. One, there's, there's four weeks. And with those leap years, we would have had, there's four weeks from the 20, you don't count the 24th because that marks it, but there's three and you would, you know, with, with all the added days in there of leap years and stuff, there's the point four, there's the remainder four. It works out. So yes, seven into 368 works out to 52 a year and four so far since the year anniversary. Wow, if math was that fun, I may have stuck with it. (laughs) So it works out. It works out. Nice. So that was your math. That was the math segment of the podcast today. (laughs) Now let's talk about what I wanted to talk about. I had no idea I was going to do math today on the podcast. Once again, that's what I love, and hopefully that's what you love about this podcast. It... um, you can't pin it down. You know, it it, it 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 starts one place and goes to the other. There's always a rhyme and a reason. There's always a, a method to the madness. I always get to where I wanted to go, but sometimes I take a little diversion. And nothing wrong with that because, you know, we're a captive audience here. We're just, it's just you and me talking. So I'm I'm background noise maybe to you. You're doing something else. Remember, you're taking a walk, taking a jog, working out. Maybe you're just sitting around doing nothing. Just a couple of people having fun, chatting, even though it's a one-way. But I, 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 I would assume there's times when you're yelling back at me too, aren't you? I, I bet you. I mean, I appreciate you listening, but I'm sure you don't agree with everything I say. I'm sure sometimes I, that you go, whoa, what are you talking about, you goofball? That's fine. We don't have to agree on everything. One thing I hope we agree on is that you enjoy the podcast because I enjoy doing it. If we agree on that, that's all that counts. If that's our, if that's our, uh, our middle ground there, that's, that's fine with me. As long as you keep coming back every week. I keep coming back every week, so I hope you do too. So we are officially in summer. And you say, Jim, um, hello. Uh, you're just going over the dates. You were doing those the weeks of the of the month, and uh, you know today when this podcast gets podcast gets posted, it will be June twelfth. We do not start summer according to the official summer people. Until June 21st, right? It's always based on the solstice, you know? And it's always that day. And this year is no different today. This year, according to the summer solstice, would be June 21st as the first day of of summer. However, and I've talked about this many times, uh, meteorological 
summer starts on June 1st. And that's the one that I go by. I go by good old Chicago weatherman Tom Skilling. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Micah. That's right, Ray. Uh, it's it's meteorological uh, summer, June 1st, yeah. Yeah, it goes January, February, March is winter. And then April, May, June is spring. Or, well, I mean, I guess. Now, how does that work? No, December 1st. It's December, January, February. That's what it is. December, January, February is winter. March, April, May is fall, is, is spring. June, July, August is summer. And then September, October, November is, right? Yeah, is, is the fall, is autumn, and then we get back to winter. Did I say that right? I'm not going to rewind this. Reggie, did I say that right? You're not listening. Okay. <laughs> you're just sitting there. You hit the button at the beginning and you hit the button at the end. I know what you're doing. Um, <laughs> February. No, February. November, December. No, no. December, January, February is winter. March, April, May is spring. June, July, August is summer. September, October, November is fall or autumn. Meteorologically, meteorological. And I talked, I did a whole podcast about how to pronounce meteorological. So go back and find that one if it still exists. <laughs> so I say we're officially in summer. That's a long story short. Most of them are. Uh, most of them are long story long on this podcast. We got an hour to kill. Uh, so I, 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 ever since I discovered that from Tom, working with him on WGN Radio for many years, uh, listening to him closely, um, I, I've, I have adopted the meteorological uh, change of seasons, not the, the solstice based on the, the, the sun. I'm going by meteorological. As I said before, I'm a data guy. I like uh, and I like and I, and I like things orderly. To me, that's that 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 works better. First day of the month, this twenty-one thing. I don't get that. All your sun and your revolutions, and I talked about that revolutions versus rotating. Okay, blah blah blah. I like my seasons on a one, not on a twenty-one. Okay, so in my view, we are in summer. We have started already. In my view, we're already two weeks in almost. For you other people, you're still hanging on to the the, the druid <laughs> way of thinking with your solstice and your Wiccans and all that stuff, whatever. Uh, like on Stonehenge. I know you like to go to Stonehenge every year in, in England with the sun when it, on the summer solstice, so that's fine. I like meteorological seasons so to me it's june 1st works out much cleaner much easier to remember you have to go is it was it june 20th this year is it june 21st what is there a certain time no june 1st thank you very much so we are in the throes of summer and um, of course you know especially in 
areas where there are a change of seasons. Hey, you know, the people uh, here in the Midwest, I mean, uh, go crazy for summer. If you live out on the West Coast or, <coughs> excuse me, in the South where the, cheese, the seasons don't change as drastically as they do here in the Midwest or in the Northeast or in the North, um, then um, you might not have as much of a... Uh, of an opinion or a feeling about when summer starts or when it starts. My gosh, let's go crazy. Let's go nuts because uh, the time flies so fast and suddenly it's it's back to, to cooler and colder and winter weather is before you know it. Um, so if you live in a, in a city or a region where you don't really have a, a very distinct change of seasons, this this all is moot to you. But those of us who live in the Midwest or where the, the seasons make a marked uh, change from one to the other uh, weather-wise, uh, it is a big deal. And that's why another way, too, it's like, hey, June 1st, that means summer starts quicker, <laughs> starts earlier, but also ends, you know, ends earlier, too, right? September 1st, sorry, let's go. We're into fall. We're into fall, even though September's now stay well into the 80s and sometimes 90s. We're getting 80s and 90-degree weather into October here in Chicago last several years. But uh, but I, as I say, I go on your, your June 1st, so we're already well into summer. And uh, it was funny, this year um, I, w- I was driving on a regular basis around the, um, the lakeshore here in Chicago on a regular daily basis, Starting in April, and at that time, none of the boats yet were were brought into the different harbors uh, near Lakeshore Drive in Chicago to ultimately then go out into the lake. They, there's several you know harbors where the boats are kept, and there's a lot of boaters in the Chicago area. But I remember in April, it was still a little too early for the boats to come out yet they were still in storage and so all those harbors with all their docks and all their their slips if you will their piers their slips i think that's what they're called i'm not a boating guy so i'm not sure but i think that's what it's called um they were still empty for a while and then i and then i just happened to see out of the corner of my eyes i would drive down lakeshore drive as we got into later april and then early May and mid-May, I started to see more boats and more boats and more boats. And the other day, I was driving down, and you know, now it's mid-June. And I mean, now when I would come out of Lower Wacker Drive here in Chicago, there's all the boats on the water, in the lake. And then I would look to my left, and as I was going north on Lakeshore Drive... And there's all these other boats in the harbor, and it's like, wow, what a what a transformation! It's almost as it's almost like the rite of passage of the seasons, as well, not just the budding, uh, you know, leaves on the trees and and buds of of perennial flowers early on, but it's the return of the boats <laughs> marks the beginning of summer, especially here in Chicago. If you own a boat, you have a very small window. As I said, you're, now it's not bad, actually, because the weather still same, stays warm through September. So you probably get a nice May through September, at least, 
uh, time out on the boat. So that's not bad. May, June, July, August, September, October, almost six months. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. It, it almost makes it worth it. Certainly much more worth it if you had a, if you had a boat out somewhere on the West Coast where you can use that thing all year, but six months out of the year isn't too bad for an investment, I guess. And I'm driving down Lakeshore Drive, and uh, as I said, I'm not a big boat guy. I don't really, I, I never, I had, I've never had a lot of friends that had boats. I don't have a boat. Uh, I wasn't around the boat culture. I sort of wish I was, because I, I love the water. I love to swim, and I love the water. I love to go out on the beach in the mornings and walk. I've talked about that uh, when I'm on the West Coast. So I, I do love the water, but I was never really around a, a boat crowd enough to get into that. I wish I had been, and now I don't know if it's too late or not. But uh, I do have some friends that, that have pontoon boats and, and, and other things, and every so often I will get invited to go on that, and it's always fun. I always enjoy it. But it doesn't happen uh, as much as I would like, and so I, I still have not really, I, I wouldn't consider myself a boaty, you know what I mean? Or is that a word now? I don't know. I know there's yachties. I don't know. I'm not really a boaty. I wish I was a boaty, but I'm not a boaty. I love cruises. I go on cruises. I love the, I, I, and, I, and for me, when we go on a cruise, I love the sea days. I mean, don't get me wrong. I enjoy visiting the the different ports of call and 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 soaking up the the sights and the culture of the different places that we decide to go. But I also really enjoy the sea days when there's a long period of uh, 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 there's long miles between your the one port and the other. Most of the time on a cruise, they get you there your next port overnight. So when you wake up, you're pretty much almost in the dock. If not in the dock, you're you're very close to it to start the day. But sometimes the next port is a little farther, and you actually have a, a sea day or two. And I love those days when you're just nothing but water, and the boat is moving, and and I just sit out on the deck, and I, I just love it. So if anybody has a boat, and you want to invite me out, um, I might take you up on that. <laughs> but. Um, so that's the way I've been kind of marking the return of summer. But we are in the in the return of summer here. We are in summer. And as I said, here in the Chicago area, we have to use up as much as we can because we have odd weather here, and we get real cold weather, and we do have to hibernate um, for a couple of months at least. The winters haven't been as cold or as snowy in the past few years, which has been nice. But you're still hibernating for the most part. And so, so many people uh, have cabin fever after winter here in the Midwest. And so, once the weather starts to get warm, everybody just can't wait. And so, there's a mad dash to be active and do things outside. And because the time of, of summer is so precious, even when you up it to meteorological summer on June 1st. Now, I've always made a joke, too, that the summer goes by so fast that once it's June 1st, summer's over. Doesn't it seem like that? I mean, it just seems like, whoa, I thought we, summer just started and now it's September 2nd. How did that happen? It goes. It, it's, the funny thing about summer, I think it goes by fast no matter how old you are. 
And once again, this is a very Midwestern thing because we have, we have, you know, we have, we have a, a beginning and an end to it. If you live in a hot climate, all of this discussion doesn't even relate to you. I mean, if you live in California or if you live in Las Vegas or San Diego or, or, or Phoenix, yes, I understand it gets cool there, but your idea of cold and ours are, are two different worlds. And you could still go out and be active. You know, we are, we're bundled up. It's 20, it's 10, it's zero degrees here. You guys don't get that. You guys are cold when it's 30 or 40. We scoff at 30 or 40. We're in shorts when it's 30 and 40 sometimes in December. Are you kidding? Oh. So anyway, uh, you know, summer flies by. So certainly, you know, you're out there trying to see, fill every weekend you can, maybe even some long weekends uh, with activities outside with other people. Uh, you know, but enjoying the weather, enjoying the warmth, enjoying the sun. Uh, because here in the Chicago area, in the Midwest, we know that, you know, it's got an expiration date. And even if it extends into September, by mid-October, it's gone. And we're, we're starting to, to hunker down. Even though, as I said, the last few winters have not been oppressively cold and have not been... Uh, heavily snowed either we had about half the normal snowfall last year in chicago here so can't complain as we used to i know when i was a little kid several decades ago we used to have real real winters i mean they were they were they were i'm not gonna say it but they were just blank and cold (laughs) snowy and cold we had everything but, uh, but regardless, you know, you want to get out there in summer and do things uh, because, you know, there is a finite end to that until it comes back again, which is the great thing and the fun thing about the change of seasons. But when it leaves, it does leave and it feels like it's forever. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if we can get four or five good summer months, that means there's seven that are chilly or cold you know so it's 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 almost half but not quite there so uh i you know you always try to fill your calendar i've got my daily planner right and i talked about that earlier like to fill that thing up with activities as much as you can take advantage of it and um but it was it's so funny that you know i i'm not oh, i'm not overtly you know i don't have kids so i don't have a lot of you know family and uh involvement i don't have a real big family so i don't have a lot of that uh you know i've got a a group of friends but you know they've all got family so now as we're getting older they're spending more time with their kids and now they're having grandkids so a lot of our friendships, while we're still there, they're more getting, they're more now uh, dealing with their kids. They're more, spending more time with their kids. As they get older, they want to spend more time with their kids. And as I said, then they have grandkids. I understand that. So um, you know, my wife and I have to find our own, uh, you know, things to uh, to occupy ourselves and to into activities because there's not as many. 
group activities as there may have been 10, 20 years ago when people were, were a little more active uh, and not as tied to their families. And as I said, I don't have a big family at all anymore, not many um, relatives. So there's not a lot of those kind of get togethers as well. And and my fa- and my wife as well, most of her family um, is, is out of town. And, you know, so we don't really see them all that much. So, uh, and they, and, and even some of my other good friends are all out of state. <laughs> you know, I have a lot of friends that are close friends, but they live not right around the street. So you just can't call them up and say, Hey, you want to, you, you want to, you want to go get a shake? <laughs> you just can't do that. So, you know, we certainly, we try to fill our, our weeks, our weekends with things to do and we have fun and we have go on vacations and everything like everyone else does. But our but our schedule is not as jam packed as some of our friends are. I mean, we it's hard for us to even get on their schedules anymore. As I said, because they are now spending more time with their kids. Uh, they're getting these kids are getting married, or as I said, they're having their kids, their grandkids, and so they're watching their grandkids. They want to see their grandkids. They've got they've got. Uh, kids or grandkids activities so there's a, it's a whole new chapter and as i said with, with by not having kids we don't have any of that so we don't have those built-in activities or those built-in group meetings that we that you would if you have a bigger family or if you certainly have children and many and you know even more two or three kids so um we're certainly social, but we're certainly not filled up every you know Friday, Saturday, and Sunday throughout the summer. And we like that too. There's sometimes we just like to chill and and we and, and just take it easy too. So we're not always looking to be uh, active uh, 24 hours a day either. But as I said, you know, um, we understand. Uh, our friends and 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 so but it's it is hard to get on some of our friends uh you know <laughs> on their calendars it's like okay well uh you know somebody calls up and says okay well july is out whoa july is out it's may july is out <laughs> it's only may you we, so we we cannot see you now until at least august or september is what you're saying and I just talked to a friend of mine in you know about a week and a half or so ago. So it was late May, early June, and we were looking for a time to get together. And it was like, well, okay, yeah, you know, uh, well, you know, July is out, and the end of June is out, and then I, I'm doing this play. So I'm my weekends have been uh, have been occupied, you know, pretty much from April till now. So they're like, yeah, well, you know, June, okay, you're June, and then, and then we're going, you know, we're going places then, and then, uh, yeah, so, uh, well, maybe August, August, wow, <laughs> it's May, and we're talking about getting together with them in August, <laughs> but once again, I understand, I understand what's going on, it is what it is, right, hey, everybody's life is different, everybody has their, their interests, their priorities, and uh, so that's the way it is. I have no problems with that. But it's just funny to think that in May, 
I'm I'm trying to get on people's schedule in in maybe and maybe August. There's not even that's not even that that's not even. Let me check on August. Wow. Okay, we know June and July are out, and let me check on August. Hoofa. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to be that busy, to be honest with you. But hey, you know, different strokes for different folks. But the irony was this year. As I said, so for the most part, you know, we, we are very flexible. We have some events we're going to and some people that we're meeting with on certain dates, and we have those, and they're all listed in the daily planner, as they should be, so we don't forget everything. But at the same time, um, you know, there's a lot of open dates between now and middle September. A lot of open dates on the weekends. We are not jammed. Someone calls, I mean... We could conceivably, you know, like I said, this I'm in a play that, you know, the nights are, are not, uh, you know, good for me. Um, in fact, this weekend, this coming weekend will be the first one the play ends. This, this podcast will post on Monday the 12th, and my play then will end on the 14th. So it'll be the first time, you know, the first Saturday that I'll have, a, you know, first weekend I'll be open. But because I've been booked, everybody's been booking up their summers. So, but my point is, now our schedule for the summer is fairly open. We've got a couple of things here and there throughout June and July and August that are are set in stone in terms of concerts or different events or going out with people. There's a few things like that. But there's certainly more open dates than there are full dates. Unlike some of my friends, like I was telling you about. So, yeah, I mean, for us, if somebody called us up, even on a Saturday afternoon, said, do you guys do anything tonight? You want to get together? Yeah, let's do it. We have a very flexible schedule. Some people are book solid, but we're very flexible. We have a few dates here and there, which makes this all the more, what I'm going to tell you about here, all the more kind of ironic and frustrating and, and really disappointing. So, as I said, uh, I've been busy almost every weekend since April 1st with play-related events, whether it's been seven-hour, six-hour, six and I'm not exaggerating, six-hour rehearsals that would get done, you know, would start at 10 and get done by four or five, and when you're done, I mean, you don't really, you just want to collapse, and that's on Friday and Saturdays, I mean, on Saturdays and Sundays. So the weekends uh, since April 1st have been, have been uh, pretty much a wash. We've gone out a few times uh, when I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll get together. But it had, they haven't been like big, you know, we just you know, hang out, go to dinner kind of things because it's a long day, 10 to, 10 to 4, 10 to 5 by the time you get home, uh, you know, rehearsal. So since April... My schedule has been pretty pretty booked. Uh, but looking at the summer now from, say, June 15th is that weekend um, through the end of the summer, as I said, there's some things, you know, a nice amount, but not booked where I couldn't make any. Like, oh, yeah, okay, well, forget about June and forget about July and forget about all. You know what I mean? It's not that way at all. 
Yeah, so we're flexible. We can we can we can go with the flow. If we get a we can we can plan ahead or there's times where we can just play it on the fly and someone calls up or or and and basically that's basically what we tell our friends at this point is look, we're always available. <laughs> so when you have an opening, call us. We're not going to call you for some impromptu Hey, you want to hang out because it sounds like every oh we have this and then we have a wedding and then we have a graduation party and then we have a shower and then we have so it's like woof ah you know we don't have all that stuff. I cannot remember the last wedding I went to. I I really cannot remember the last wedding I went to, and I've got friends that say, well, we got six weddings this summer, you know, this year six weddings. I. I can't remember the last wedding I went to. You know, it's just that's that's the reality of my my life and my my social surroundings and my family. Uh, that's it. That's just the realities of it. I cannot remember the last wedding I went to. I cannot remember the last. Like, uh, I don't know, like party, like graduate, like like an event party. You know, I've gone to you know get-togethers and stuff with people, but um, but like a like an like a graduation party or a communion party or whatever. I I can't remember that. Yeah, I mean, we don't really get invited a lot to Fourth of July parties because a lot of times those are family events. People's families get together on that day, and we and we're close friends with some people where. Where, where we know their family, and sometimes we get invited to those, but not all the time. And I understand that. Once again, I, I, I get it. I get it. You know, that's the choices you make, and, and that's the results of those choices. So that's, you know, that is what it is. But my point is, our schedule for the summer is pretty open. <laughs> when I'm looking at the Daily Planner, there's more open days than there are things circled. You know, and I should tell you this in case you ever just, you just want to know it may, and make make your daily planner easier. Uh, whenever I do have something uh, you know, in a date, in the daily planner, not only is it written on that date, but it is circled and it is highlighted with yellow. Just letting you know, that's what my daily planner looks like. If you still have a daily planner that's hard copy paper, not in your phone, um, I, would, I would definitely do something to make the dates pop. So I use the yellow highlighter. Just a tip. Just a tip. But as I, as I look through my June, July, August, and even in September uh, planner, um, not a lot of yellow. <laughs> not a lot of yellow. Some yellow, but not yellow. I, wouldn't, I, would, I would still call those pages white. I would call them white with with yellow spots. I wouldn't call them yellow with white spots, if you know what I mean. They are more white than yellow, as things stand right now. So, yeah, lots of flexibility in our schedule. (laughs) Except, and this drives me crazy, right? So I've got, I mean, when I look at my daily planner for June, July, August, and let's even count September, because as I said, the weather is still warm in September. For those four months, even though, you know, as I think, because that's true, you know, 
meteorological uh, fall is what? September? Is it September? 21st? I think so. Um, but anyway, so let's just count June, July, August, and into September. A lot more white on my Daily Planner pages than yellow. By far. By far. Right? So about a month and a half or so ago, if not more, um, someone says, uh, oh, one of our friends, their daughter is uh, graduating from graduate school. And the graduation was at the end of May. And so in early May, or even late April, I had asked, oh, are you going to have a graduation party or, or anything, you know? Because a lot of times you have the big graduation party for college graduation. If you have a graduation party for graduate school, in most cases that's two years later. You just had one. But in this case, there was COVID. And so they really weren't able to have a big graduation party when they graduated from college, the four-year college, the undergrad. So um, this party will be now a chance to have that kind of dual graduation party, celebrating the graduate degree, but also didn't really have a chance to have a big blowout kind of party for college because of COVID. So they said, oh, yeah, we're going to have that, and uh, it's going to be on, um, you know, on, on, on some on a day in June, the end of June. Well, I know on that day, I can't go. We have something. Now I'm like, in fact, that weekend is one of the few weekends where we have some activities that we are going, yeah, we, yeah, that have been planned in advance. And so I was like, oh, wow. You know, she graduated like in mid, mid-May and, and you pick this weekend? I'm like, oh, we can't make it. And I feel bad. Uh, I know, I know the, the girl that graduated. I, I like her a lot. And uh, you know, good friends of ours. And so I'm very disappointed. And it was very nice that they would even invite us. I was very touched that they would even invite us to the party because I know it's going to be a bigger family and and friends, like her friends, you know, kind of thing. And so I didn't expect to be invited, to be honest with you. And it was very nice. They were inviting us, and I'm like, oh, we can't go. You know, we're busy on, on on that day. So that was a bummer. So then... I hear about two months ago that my grant my, my grammar school, my elementary school, St. Bartholomew, uh, where I have some really great memories and enjoyed my I enjoyed my grammar school years very much. Uh, 
and have a and just have a, a, a nice connection with that school and the whole thing. Um, sadly, many Catholic schools in the Chicago area have been closing or consolidating over the last fifteen or twenty years as enrollments have um, have gone steadily down, down, down. And sadly, they decided to close the school. And this has happened around the city. And a lot of schools in that neighborhood that at one time had, you know, enrollments of maybe 800 kids. And that's no exaggeration. Grammar schools with eight grades close to 100 kids per grade. So anywhere between, you know, 700 and 800 kids in the school. And now some of these graduating classes, my graduating class had over 90 kids in eighth grade. Three classes three homeroom classes of 30 apiece. From what I understand, once again, I, I don't have kids. I'm not involved in this. In a, but some of these schools, some of these Catholic schools have less than 20 in the whole eighth grade. <laughs> I mean, we had close to 100. We had over 90. They have 20 kids in the entire graduating class. So sadly, the, the, the Catholic educational um, system here in Chicago has, uh, has really suffered over the last 20 years for a variety of reasons. Costs and obviously um, other issues with the Catholic Church in general. And so it was announced, I, I guess, the, the enrollment was, was down to such a point where they decided to close the school. And so I saw this online several months ago, very saddened by that. And then on Facebook, of course, people start taking to Facebook and, oh my gosh, St. Bart's is closing and da, da, da. And then suddenly there was a big move by many of the alumni. I mean, the school has been around for, I believe... Next year would have been its 100th anniversary. So it was around from 1924. What a shame. Almost 100 years. Uh, and now it's closing. But um, so people, you know, thanks to Facebook now, it's very simple to to put together these reunion type of things. That used to be a huge, huge, huge undertaking for people to put together a, uh, you know, a reunion of, of anything for high school and certainly grammar school. People move, people, women's names change. Uh, you know, it's hard to track people down. People lose touch, especially from grammar school. You, you know, some people that you haven't seen from when you were 13 years old or 14 years old, and now it's, you know, 20, 30 years later, everybody's, you know, gone their different ways. You know, especially if people went to different high schools, you stop seeing them then, and then they, then life goes on. But now, thanks to Facebook, I mean, it's, it's fairly simple to reconnect with people. And so a group of alumni from, from my grammar school decided to, uh, in conjunction with the school, to have one big kind of farewell. 
a bash, if you will, a day at the school where they'd let uh, old alumni go in and tour the school to walk through the, the classrooms, which is really nice. And then have a big blowout kind of, you know, cookout bash with barbecues and food and, you know, DJs and everything like that. So I certainly, I mean, I don't know if I would have gone to the big bash. (laughs) That isn't always my scene, but I certainly would have loved to go to the open house. In fact, about 20 years ago or so uh, at the school, I think it was 20 years ago, probably, um, maybe 15, I don't know, regardless. But uh, there were three different buildings where the where classes were. There was a, a, a gram, there was a grammar school, the elementary, uh, that had the grades one through three. There was an, the intermediate building, as it was called, that had age groups, uh, you know, uh, fourth and fifth grade. And then there was the junior high, which had sixth, seventh, and eighth. And the junior high building was a very, was a newer building. That intermediate building at one time was the original school. So it was a very old building. That's why there wasn't too many, too many classes in there. Um, but the junior high and the elementary school were, were both newer. And they really were well, very nice uh, schools. Very big and, and well built. The junior high had a, a, a great gym, a gymnasium that, that many other schools would use. So I, I, I and, and so when they were, they were going to, they knocked the, this old intermediate building got knocked down because it was just falling apart and they, they knocked it down and they didn't need it anymore as the enrollment was going down. And they just, you know, paved paradise, you know, put up a parking lot, right? That's what they did. But they allowed, alumni to go in and and walk through the old intermediate building before it got knocked down and it really wasn't bad i hadn't been back there in in ages and it really you could see why it wasn't just not in good physical shape anymore it was an old old building so but it was cool to walk through those hallways at the time so i certainly would have gone to this event at the very least the open house to see the junior high for the last time because I lived in that building from sixth grade to eighth grade. I was involved in sports um, on the basketball team, and so I lived in that gym for most of the school year because that's when the basketball season was. I lived at that school uh, in you know for three years practically very active at the school and at the church. So I certainly uh, would have loved to have gone back to that school to take one last look at it. <sighs> what day do you think it falls on? Of course. That same weekend, that same day that my friends are having the party. So even if we were we weren't busy, on that day, we would have had to maybe. Well, we would we couldn't have gone to the big bash, and I don't know when my what time that my friends are having their party. But this thing at at, at the school was like at three thirty to four thirty or something. So we probably would have had to gone late to the others. Maybe if they were going to have it in the evening, I don't know when they were going to have their party at the house. But we probably would have to gone late to that because I definitely would want to have gone to the school. And I'm like, my gosh. No, 
I'm looking at my daily planner. It's all white. There's very few yellow dates. But why is this date in June so popular? So then, I'm, so now I'm doubly depressed and doubly frustrated and doubly angry. Because now there's two events that I would like to have gone on on this date that I can't go to. And don't get me wrong. I'm happy about the event that I'm going to go to that officially planned with. That one I'm very happy about. But I'm like, what is so great about this Saturday that everybody has something? I got all these open days the whole summer. From June through September and October, there's so much white in my calendar. Not any, there's hardly any yellow spots. Even the weekends, wide open. Everything on this same day. So I'm mad about that, these two events that I would have loved to have gone to that I can't go to. Then about another week ago, I get an email about another event that I've been thinking about and waiting for. And I get an invitation to it. And guess what day it's on? Can you believe this? Same day. What the heck is so big about this date? Three events that I would have loved to have gone to, social events to see people I haven't seen in a long time, a graduation party, a farewell to this grammar school, which I have really close and, 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 and emotional ties to. And then this other event that I would like to have seen, it was, it was more of a, a performance, but I really wanted to see it. Same day. I have nothing to do for the most part for the rest of the summer. Everything falls on this one Saturday in June. And I can't go to three of these things. Couldn't have been spread out. Could have gone to all of them. Could have had a few more yellow spots on my daily planner. Instead, I have to miss three events that I would have loved to have gone to because they're all on the same day. Rest of the summer, wide open. Everything on this same weekend, on this same date. I'm still, you know, it hasn't hasn't even happened yet. It hasn't even come yet. And I'm already frustrated. And I know on that day, while I'm where I'm going to be, and I'm going to be happy to be there, don't get me wrong, because this one event supersedes them all. But I know that while I'm there, I'm going to say to my wife at a certain time, well, the party's starting. The graduation party's starting right now. And we're here. Well... The St. Bart's open house is starting now. We're here. Well, that other event that we wanted to see starting now. Could have had free tickets to that. 
we're here. And don't get me wrong. Where we're going to be, I want to be. <laughs> but, oh, unbelievable. Same day. So I don't know what I can. All I can say is, please, you know, I, 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 I have so few things to do. I could have had three other things to do this summer that I really would have enjoyed that would have been highlights of my summer. And now they all had to be on the same day. I only wish that someone would have called me. <laughs> I do so little. If you're planning anything and you're planning to, to invite me, can you call me first with and, and give me a couple dates? And then I can let you know whether I'm free. <laughs> because... I really want to go. And so ends another episode of Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic. Every Monday, a new episode is posted at WGNRadio.com or wherever you go to find your favorite podcast. We are there. And don't forget to tell your friends, tell your family, tell anybody who listens to a podcast that your favorite podcast is Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic. And it should be theirs, too. Your loyalty and devotion are much appreciated. Hope you enjoyed episode number 368. I'm Jim Toronto. I ain't here on business. I'm only here for fun. You've been listening to Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic from the end of the web to your screen.